This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the Los Angeles Online Film Critics Society presents Film Critics Weekly. We're talking Dora the Explorer, scary stories to tell in the dark, the kitchen, and more. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Welcome to Los Angeles Online Film Critics Society presents Film Critics Weekly. We have a great panel for you this week with uh, three great women who are joining me. My name is Ashley Menzel. You can find me at We Live Entertainment and on Twitter at Ashley G. Menzel. And we'll have our panelists introduce themselves and tell them uh, tell you where you can find them. Yeah, I'm Jana Nascimento Nagasi, and you can find me in Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, my blog, Jana on Camera. <laughs> I'm Kit Bowen, and you can follow me on Twitter at The Movie Kit and also on ScreenPicks.com. I'm Lupe Haas. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemovie. Uh, my website is Cinemovie.tv, uh, or you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Yay! So. <laughs> We have a lot to talk about this week. We have so many movies. Um, I guess we're going to take a start with uh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold, which is something that I didn't have the chance to see, but you guys have. Um, so if you guys, anybody want to give a description of the story? And, <laughs> All right. So Dora is a teenager now, and uh, her parents send her away, unfortunately, to the city because they're off to their next adventure. And uh, there we meet Diego, who you might not recognize from the show. He's, you know, he's a little jaded now. Of course, he lives in Los Angeles. Um, so uh, eventually they go back to the jungle along with some few new friends, and they're out to find their parents who are in danger. So it's up to Dora. Dora's parents, yep. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so it's directed by James Bobbin, and it stars Isabel Monner. As Dora, so you guys want to? I loved you it. Talk about it. I loved it. Um, you know, I, I I do have a daughter. She's twenty, but she did. She was just a little too old for Dora. But um, I think that this just kind of captured the eight-year-old in me because I, if I was eight-year-old and nine-year-old, I would have just ate this movie up. It's like. It's like Indiana Jones meets, you know, wholesome, fun entertainment, very adventurous. Isabella Monnier, is that how you say it? Monnier. She is the cutest thing on the planet. She completely carries the film. Um, And, yeah, I mean, and they they pay homage to the show. There's no question about it. Um, which, but they do it in a very funny way, a lot yeah, of funny, yeah. clever, sort of irreverent ways. <laughs> like the very beginning where she goes, "Can you <laughs> say delicioso?" Like that to the camera, and then the, her parents are like, "Oh, she's it? doing it again! Yeah. She's doing it again! Delicioso!" Anyway, it's just it was just a whole lot of fun for me, and um, I'm going to probably mispronounce the the the, the famous Mexican star. Who's Eugenio Derbez. Yes, he. <laughs> He was also in Overboard, right? Yes. Yes, he was in Overboard. Huge star in Mexico, right? Just like, you know, like top of the line star. But he's so funny in this. There were some parts to it that I was like literally doubled over laughing. And all the kids in the audience that I was watching with were just eating it up. So, yeah, I I really enjoyed this movie. I feel like it's something we need right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I agree with kids. It's kind of like an old-fashioned treasure hunt, you know? And it was so innocent. And it was nice to put her in the city. 
Because I thought, I'm like, oh, no, they're going to put her in the city. They're going to yeah. corrupt her. <laughs> but it was a nice contrast because she's this positive, you know, person among these jaded, self-absorbed teens. And so it was, a, it was nice to see that, that dichotomy. And the fact how they play it, how she plays it, instead of playing the victim, she just turns it around on Diego, who tells her, you know, can't you just be normal? Yeah. And, you're like, oh. and that hurt her. She knew that her, her peers were, just, were thinking that of her. But once her cousin said it, she was heartbroken. So no. like, oh, Aww. my goodness. Yeah. 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 So, she but was once, very genuine. I yeah. think it was like very unique and then I, I love the way that she did everything like the way that she talked and mm-hmm. then my son on the first scene he's eight and he he, he replied to her delicioso <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay but it was was cute like I think everything was cute Eugenio was really good uh, I think he was a really good villain I love it Michael Peña as well and Eva Longoria as the, the parents and everything, I think it's like I had so much fun watching, and and like you said, it was like an homage, a tribute to the TV series. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, so we're gonna give each uh, movie we talk about today a grade from A to F. So Lupe, what would you give Dora? I give it an A. And remember, it's for families. So people, older people who go see this movie, right. you don't. It's let me. not for you. It's not for you. <laughs> okay. it's- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, you know what? It is in a way because you know, like I said, I was I was totally into it. It's it, it's a it's a good story. It goes all the way through. You know, like she says, uh, Dora goes to the city, but then of course she has to come back to the jungle to find her parents, mm-hmm. and then she takes her some of her newfound friends from Los Angeles who have nothing who know nothing <laughs> about the jungle. They you know they come in with her on this adventure, so it becomes very much of an adventure, and like you know. It was, it was, you know, there was a lot of beauty to it, you know, and then, like, fantastical scenes, and they're coming upon an ancient, you know, city, all of that stuff. So that whole Indiana Jones feel to it, mm-hmm. I just love it. It reminded me of those Disney live-action movies that I used to love so much, yeah. like Swiss Family Robinson. Uh, before I gave my grade... <laughs> but I, wait, I'm going to give it an A as well. Okay. okay. That's good. Before I give it, I have a, a, a little issue with the CGI. There was the only thing that I didn't like it, that I fully loved. I loved the, the movie. But that was the only thing that I was like, uh, mm, I was a little bothered. We, Maybe that's why you get that at a minimum. Boots. Were, yes. Yeah, boots and boots swiping. Yeah. And swiping. It's all right. I got into it, you know. It's okay. Yeah. It didn't bother oh, me I had a little problem, but <laughs> everybody swiper. should check it out. Everybody, families, if you're single, if you're not, if you have kids yeah. or not, you should check it out. And there's a map and there's a backpack. <laughs> yes. I'm a map. Anyway, I kept saying that. I was sitting next to your husband. I'm going, I'm a map. He's going, shut up. Uh, so what would your grade be? Uh, a. An A. Okay, so Dora gets an A from everybody on the panel. And you should check it out. And I will check it out. Um, uh, can I say one more thing? Oh, yeah, sure. It's very important for the, not only for the Latino community, but for Hollywood. Because if it fails, they're going to say... What they usually say with a female-led movie, oh, you know, people just don't want to go see a movie with female, you know, uh, leads. Lead. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping this movie really works so that more movies are made because I've never uttered so many 
uh, Spanish surnames in my life yes. <laughs> when talking about a mainstream film. So yes. it was really, really, really nice to see. Yeah, Awesome. So everybody make sure you check out Dora this weekend. Uh, the next one we're going to transition over to is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, uh, which is based on the stories by Alvin Schwartz, I think it was. He did three books, and uh, it's directed by Andre... It's a Norwegian. Norwegian. <laughs> Norwegian, anybody? Overdahl. Just, just the main part is produced by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, and it's, yeah what we love is Guillermo del Toro. Um, so it's produced by him. We have writers with Dan ha- uh, Hageman and Paul Hageman, I think the other one, yeah. as long as, uh, along with Guillermo. Uh, so, Kit, you want to give a description of the story? Sure. Um, it takes place in the 60s, uh, and... It's a small town, and a group of, of high schoolers, um, it's a Halloween night. They go to this this resident haunted house where apparently this woman was locked away, and she apparently killed kids by telling them stories and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, they're, like, trying to, to scare each other. But one of the, the one girl in the, uh, in the group, she takes this book of stories that this woman has written, Sarah, um, and she takes it out of the house, and then suddenly stories start happening and writing themselves, and whatever happens in the story, the person that they're writing about dies, so or has something bad happen to them. So it's kind of trying to stop her from telling the stories. Yeah. <laughs> stop yeah. telling the stories. So yeah. So um, yeah. So this. Why cast... you start? Okay. <laughs> she didn't like it that much. This <laughs> call me out. <laughs> Just call me out. Um, so. I have very strong feelings about child actors. They either make or break a film. And I think that was the problem for me with Scary Stories, is I think the actors in it were so unseasoned that they didn't sell the story enough. There were actually lines where Scott and I looked at each other and just laughed. Like, without even, like, you know, prompting each other, we just went, like, Oh my god! Like, what is? Are they serious right now? And it's it's a shame because I know they probably give their best. It's really cool visually, in my opinion. I like, I love the books. I read them as a child. They still scare me to this day. Um, but I think the best elements of it were those ones where you can see Guillermo del Toro's touches on it. Um, I kind of would have rather seen the film either go the path of like the house with the clock in its walls and be definitely for kids or just go into the PG slash R or PG 13 slash R and just get like the hard horror out of it. I think it's tried to straddle it too much to make it really effective. What yeah. do you think, Jana? I didn't like it okay. at all. The only thing that I, in this one I can say is the CGI. The monsters <laughs> are fantastic on the other hand, but uh, the performances are not good. I didn't like it. I agree with you. And sometimes I felt kind of a lost and I couldn't believe it that Guillermo was like in on it. Sometimes I forgot about, oh, but Guillermo was on it. Should be better. I, unfortunately, I for me, he's like, no. <laughs> he's a no. Well, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> we're, on the, we're on the same side over here. Boo, that side. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, yeah, so I kind of knew already that, that uh, Ashley didn't like it so much, so, um, uh, you know, I kind of went into it with a little, like, mm. trepidation, like, oh, maybe this is going to suck. I was totally drawn into it. Um, you know, I've seen worse acting <laughs> by kids in a horror movie, so, I mean, that, that really didn't bother me at all. I thought that 
I thought the monsters were creepy as get out. Yeah, right? yeah they, mean, were, yeah. they were just they were. I mean, and so I, I was just you know anticipating that next story, what was going to happen, what was going to pop out, what you know, and all of the gross, you know, or just the really creepy looking, scary things that happened to these kids, and you know. They're running around. It, it, the, the story was linear. It was, you know, trying to, it, like a good ghost story, trying to figure out why this ghost was doing what she's doing. And so I was following it completely. And I saw Guillermo's touches through the whole thing, like you said. Um, and I thought it was foreboding. And But I do kind of agree with you, Ashley, on it trying to sort of scale, you know, try to, to find its footing. Was it, you know, YA, you know, young mm-hmm. kind of a film, or was it going to be horror? And I, it, maybe it had a little trouble finding its spot, but I, I think it falls more on the YA, um, mm-hmm. you know, side of things, so it's not gory. It, and it's not quite as scary like The Conjuring or something like that, but it, but I still, I was I was enjoying myself. I walked out of there thinking, yeah, that, that kind of was creepy. <laughs> so, like, to your point with the, with the child actors, though, or the younger actors, you can have a movie like It, for example, where it's all child actors um, throughout the movie, and then that one is so much more effective, I think, because of the sure. harder rating on sure, it. Sure, sure. Whereas these kids are so shoehorned into, like, sitting, fitting into the certain rating that it couldn't they couldn't really work I, with the material. I, just, I think with it though it's a different situation because I mean that that story is told from a child's perspective at for you know the first half of the book is is from these kids perspective. So you really have to have strong character, you know, right. you have to have strong actors to tell that story. Yeah. This one you didn't. It's all about the creepiness. It's all about the scary stories. It didn't have any sort of I mean there was some emotional weight with the girl. I thought yeah. she did a good job with all mm-hmm. that her mother leaving and all that kind of stuff, but um I, you know, I, I felt like that wasn't the, the crux of this movie. The crux was just sort of these each individual stories yeah. and trying to figure out the yeah. mystery Yeah, I think that's it. interesting because I think that's where, like, our, Jana and I are more focusing on the actors and I yeah. think that's why the Can movie didn't work. It, huh? And we yeah. couldn't get past it, whereas you guys are, you know, you know just actors, whatever, it. just yeah. let me see the story. So yeah. that's interesting. What'd you Lupe, think? what'd you think? Well, I'll agree. I mean, I like, performances not, did not bother me. I really liked a uh, performance by Michael Garza. He plays Ramon. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was nice to see again he another Latino. Best, you know? He was the best out of all yeah, of them. I, I thought the girl was good. Yeah, whatever. The girl, I like the girl too. Yeah. Her, her name was. Sorry, I have it. Zoe mm. Margaret Coletti. Yeah. yeah, I didn't mind her. She She's wearing glasses. Stella. So. Hey. <laughs> um, I'll agree there was on the nose dialogue, which you're like, really? But okay, it's a horror movie and kids. So, I mean, I liked it. I thought the scares are really good. Usually in horror movies, you have the one monster, and here you had several. Yeah. And you didn't know what shape or form it was going to take, and it was based on the kid's fear. Right, yeah. So I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. So each point of each scare was different right so that's what i really I liked. did like that aspect yeah too. because You're la llorona right. was annoying because it was the same jump scare every, every time. single time yeah yeah, yeah. and it annoyed the hell out of me yeah so what was your favorite like monster in the movie then or oh, the, the your uh, favorite scary one shifting monster the man. oh yeah the oh my man. god that was like oh what was it called um the jangly man Mito Dodie Walker is yeah. the, name of the story but he says it's the jangly man is yeah. the story that used to scare me to death or whatever yeah. the, the <laughs> title the cop, is yeah the cops like oh you've got to be kidding <laughs> yeah that was that was a good line though I was like yeah. yes that's that's taken directly from John Carpenter's the thing you remember the thing comes out and he's like walking around and he goes oh you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was a throwback to movies, too. Yeah. I got a little bit of ho- uh, Halloween vibe in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I interviewed Guillermo del Toro yesterday, and I asked him about that, and he, he said did. no. 
And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Well, it's very similar. You have the town and you have the radio voice. Yeah. And yeah. the narrating. Yeah. So I was like, he's like, oh, I didn't think about that. I'm like, oh, sorry. But um, <laughs> It's like, you made it up then. <laughs> yeah, but I, I agree. It didn't know where what it was. You know, time, young. Yeah. I was surprised when I heard at the at the press day yesterday. I was like, oh, is this for, for kids? And I'm like, hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't think okay. it's for young. I would not. No, PG, it was PG thirteen. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. you know, sixteen plus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was PG. Yeah. No, it's PG thirteen. Oh, well, it needs yeah. more. <laughs> because there were some moments. I mean, I looked awake yeah. up. That a couple times. There's a point where this. somebody's eating the body part and they don't know it. Oh, you're like, the toe. no. And the, what I liked about this mm-hmm. movie was the suspense was prolonged and it was a little annoying. Mm-hmm. But it was like, oh, I'm glad they did that because yeah. at the end you 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 appreciated it because as longer you expected it at that beat. You know, yeah. you, you yeah. get the yeah. scare, and, and oh, it kept prolonging, and I'm like, oh, come on! Yeah, you know? yeah. So I like that. Okay. that it's kind of reminded me of um, the last Annabelle movie. Um, because again, well, not 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 in the creation way. or comes home. Uh, comes home. Okay. Oh. Just the idea. I, I what I really loved about the movie was just all those things in that room. What did they do? Oh yeah, right. Oh my god, yeah. So yeah. I remember thinking that even back when the when they first introduced that room, I'm like, oh, god, what does that do? Oh my god, yeah, what does oh that do? You know. And then in that movie, we got to see it all like this. Mm-hmm. So this is the same kind of a feel, which you you know, the different story. You get the different monsters. So sorry, guys, we liked it. Okay, that's yeah. okay. All right. So and we by can... the way, it has an eighty-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So okay. I'm just gonna put that. By the way, I haven't reviewed it yet. So that, that's going down. It'll be at seventy tomorrow. <laughs> and you can all blame me. Uh, so let's give our rating on it. Lupe, what would you give okay, it? Okay, I mean, I thought I was. It was enjoyable. I didn't love it, love it, but I did enjoy it. So I'll give it a B. Yeah, me too. B. I'm going with a C. Minus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Throwing the minus in there. I'm straddling C minus slash D plus. Oh, yeah. oh wow. So wow. it's not. It, it was so underwhelming for me, <laughs> and I was. I was. It was my, so you were a fan of the books, right? Yeah. So yes. Tell me, Huge is it? Fan. Is it? Does it? So the books, they're just those individual stories, right. that kind right. of like a, a Stephen King anthology kind of thing, right? Kind of, yeah. It's like just basically three books of all these different stories that don't really tie together. So, okay. I mean, in a sense, it was probably difficult to put them all in one movie. Yeah. Right. But... did you, And you didn't like how they, how they kind of... Put- it was good how the story... My, I like how the story was written. I like how they put it together. I don't like the actors. That okay. was my whole thing. I said I, I would have liked it if the actors were stronger. Okay. So mm-hmm. it is what Good it is. Right. Okay. All right. So we're going to move on to The Kitchen, uh, which is a 1970s New York gangster mob, mob drama featuring uh, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, and Elizabeth Moss. Uh, so, Jenna, you want to give us a description? Ah, <laughs> 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 monsters, <laughs> women, killing. <laughs> yes, they, 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 their husbands go to to do like a, a robbery, and then they be a part of the Ireland mafia, and then they get caught, and then they go to jail, and the mafia is gonna help them to survive, and then in the end, they they're not gonna they don't. help them yeah. <laughs> get help, so they need to to do something to. To get money and everything else, and then that goes. So yeah. widows part two. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it sounds similar. But yeah, but the sad is in the seventies, and the, the yeah. Irish. This mob. one is in the seventies. Yeah, those it was a little more more. Like, Hell's no. Kitchen as well. Hell's Kitchen's yeah. Irish mob, New York yeah. City. Um, so. We didn't see it. We didn't see it. They didn't <laughs> see it. So it's me and Jana. Yeah. Um, it's written and directed by Andrea Berloff. Um, and like I said, it's Melissa McCarthy. There's also one of my favorite actors, Domino Gleason's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is he, he a husband? 
Okay, so he's kind of like a shady figure that comes okay. in. I don't want to ruin anything, but he kind okay, of comes yeah. in towards the middle. Okay. But the greatest disservice this movie does is it's an Irish mafia movie. Domino Gleason's Irish, so they have him talk with a New York accent. I'm like, <laughs> why? Yeah. <laughs> why? I was so mad. I just love Domino Gleason. Um, but this movie was really difficult for me because there were parts of it that I thought were really good, and then there were parts of it that just were, like, mind-bogglingly terrible. Uh, so it was like, I, I was halfway through it, and I'm like, oh, maybe. And then it takes a turn, and it becomes, like, even more violent, and you're like, what is going on? And, and then at the end, you're like, what just happened? Yeah. So it, all in all, I don't really think it worked for me. I liked Melissa McCarthy's performance, and I liked Elizabeth Moss in it. And Domino Gleason, of course. Tiffany Haddish was a little weird for me in this movie. I wasn't quite sure yeah. what to make of her performance. When I left the screening yesterday, I was like, okay, I watched last night. Uh, I had mixed feelings. I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. It was like, mm, it exists. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Bother me. What bothers me was Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, really? Yeah, I was like, mm, I look at her like, ah. Oh. Ah, okay, it's okay. Elizabeth Moss is great. Yeah. And they have a lot of action, and then sometimes I got lost. And then I was like, oh, I don't know. It's kind of a weird. Tiffany is, is okay. I thought that it was okay, but... Yeah, it's, I don't know. I saw the trailer and I was all down for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that casting was almost, you know, like a dream team kind mm-hmm. of thing with the three of them. And I, yeah, I was really drawn was, in by that trailer. But that's sometimes the, the, the problem. When they put all, all these good actors Such a to good, together, yeah. and sometimes it's, it doesn't, doesn't come gel. out good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if the story's not good, then, yeah. then the, you know, it doesn't matter how good the performance, you know, how good the actors are if they can't make the story work. Yeah. Well, that's what reminds me of Widows because a lot of great actors yeah. and actresses and then... It's just it was a boar fest. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I liked Widows, but I, I get it. I mean, yeah. it did slog a little bit. But does this slog? Is it a little bit? Yeah. I, I was yeah. just going to ask you. Don't you think it feels long at times? Yes. It feels long. like it should could get like a thirty minute cut to an actual. Let's edit oh. this. Yeah. <laughs> do do like the women short. ever get like their? This is we're badass women now, and we're going to take yeah. over moments. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. It does. It does. That's pretty. It happens pretty quickly in the movie. Yeah. yeah. And um, can you suspend belief because you're figuring, okay, these women are going to go up the, against the no, mob? No, that's really? the thing is they're really yeah. believable in their in their roles. They're in real. my opinion, like, they're, they're real, real women. Um, but it's just something feels yeah, off I for think it. Lack of directing. Sometimes they script a little. little it's something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's too um, bad. Yeah, I might eventually see. You it. can check it out. I mean, some people might have other. Obviously, people have varying opinions, but if you're interested in it, check it out. Yeah. Um, Jana, what would you give it? I'll give it a C. I think so too. <laughs> I'm like the C. I'm really bad today. <laughs> <laughs> <She's a C>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about uh, next the art of racing in the rain. So Lupe, you saw that? I did not see. That. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Okay. So I'll give this a real... You saw this? I did not. Okay, it's me. It's the me time. Okay. So The Art of Racing in the Rain, I'm going to give you a real quick thing because I don't want to talk about it because it (laughs) makes me really sad. Okay, so Art of Racing in the Rain is based off a book uh, and it stars Milo Ventimiglia as Denny and Amanda Siegfried as Eve, his wife. Um... Some drama stuff happens, and but at the beginning of the movie, we start out with Milo, uh, Milo adopting a dog named Enzo, who's played by Kevin Costner, who's voiced by Kevin Costner, and uh, so it's a dog movie, so we all know those go well. Yeah. 
That's really... Do they? Yeah, yeah they, they go do. really well. Um, so I cried for about an yeah. hour and a half out of the two-hour runtime. <laughs> so That's ex- why I don't watch those movies. <laughs> no, it's extremely emotional. Um, if you're a dog person and you cry at dog stuff, you're going to sob. Um, it's really emotional. Great performances by everybody involved. If you want to be traumatized emotionally, <laughs> feel free and see it. Um, I would give it an A, but... Be warned, you need tissues. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to talk a little bit more about this. I'm sorry, Ashley. You're going to have to talk a little more. It's what based on a book. It is correct? based on yeah. a book. Okay. So he's a car- yeah. race, he's car, a car, race car driver, okay. and he is, um, Milo is Denny Swift, a race car driver who is attempting to break into the circuit so he can race Formula One. He adopts the dog. They're all buddy-buddy. He comes to the races with them. The dog kind of talks about how he wants to be a man in his next life, and he wants to learn to race, and he talks about how much he loves being at the racetrack with Denny. And then Amanda's character comes in and kind of disrupts everything, and then life continues as it does after people get married and things change and circumstances change, and Enzo's kind of there for everything. It's like Marley and me. Yeah, <laughs> with, with racing cars. So. It is the yes. same producer. Can we talk about how, how many of these movies there are? I mean, yeah. there's so many. I don't, I, I literally... What is it about dog movies this year? There's a bit of a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it is about dog movies that makes, just because they're dog movies, but what? I, mean, I think it has because I'm a cat person. <laughs> well, I was just gonna Make say a cat movie, don't it? it has. I think it has a wide appeal. I think you know, in a time where everything's so divi- divisive in this country with politics and everything else that's going on, most people love dogs. So it's a safe bet to be like, here's a movie about something everybody loves, yeah. and then let's make you really sad. <laughs> then love the sad part. part. The sad part I don't want to do. The sad part I don't want to. I, I actually That's why I liked Dora, because Dora is like one of these things. It's just positivity. Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't have to cry. You just can laugh. You can... But yeah, I saw the trailer for this. I went, nope, nope. I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, that's really sad. Really sad. And then my brother watched with me, and then there is a, a pilot that was in f- f- from F1, and he was the, the one racing in the rain. He was really good. And then my, 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 my brother thought, well, this is the Ayrton Senna story. I was like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> we should check it out. <laughs> yeah, Scott kind of tricked me into this screening. I didn't know what we were seeing that night. Ooh. And he was like, oh, we're going to see, you know, we're going to Art of Racing in the Rain when we were on the way there. I was like, I don't know what that's about. Like, I hadn't seen the trailer or anything. Oh. And then I was like, I hate you yeah, so much. Was really <laughs> yeah, we got out of it. And I literally said, like, through tears and sobbing, I'm like, don't ever ask me to see a dog movie. I'm done. Don't do it. I'm done. And I was, like, still sobbing as I was walking to the car. So And then you went home and hugged your dogs. Yeah. And then I was like, I love you guys so much. And, and they're um, looking at me like, what is, is it wrong Milo? with you? Is that how you say it? Milo, Milo. Milo. What is it about him, too? This is us. This That's one. That's what I said what? on Is that, he, like, yeah. the king of pain or something? Yeah. I said he's quickly over- overcoming the uh, scene from The Lion King with Mufasa dying. It's, yeah. like, the most traumatic thing for my life is him in everything he does. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, this is Ryan in the booth real quick. I just wanted to say I haven't seen the movie, um, but I know that sometimes dog stuff can, like, kind of trigger people. Yeah. Um, there is a really u- useful website called does the dog die? Yep. That and maybe I don't know what happens <laughs> oh. in this movie, but that, I would just check that out. If, if that's Ooh, the type of thing that triggers one. you, you don't want to yeah. risk going to it. Maybe check that website out. Yeah, <laughs> cool. good point. Good Thanks, Does the dog die? Dot com. Yes, I've checked that website multiple times. Uh, cool. So, Art of Racing in the Rain would get an A. Kit got me to talk more about it. Um, so we're all.
also going to talk about After the Wedding. Who has seen it? Yeah, I saw it. I think this is you, is babe. It, we're awesome. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Oh, you <laughs> saw it too. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I saw it'll be interesting for us to talk about it because I actually saw it when it premiered at Sundance. And I've heard since Sundance they did another cut of it. So we'll see. Oh, really? Because when we saw it, um, it was kind of this weirdly woven story that had Julianne Moore and Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams and um, oh my gosh, I forget Who's the girl's the name. The Billy Crudup and or then Crudup, right. um, so Billy Crudup and Julianne Moore are married. They're very successful. They live a happy life. Um, and they have a daughter named Grace who's played by Abby Quinn. And this woman gets invited to uh, Julianne's house by uh, Julianne's character by Julianne, I'm sorry, to kind of get funding for a she's an, an orphanage. activist, or like, yeah, no, that's right. She yeah. runs she runs an orphanage. Right. So Michelle Williams in India, or something yeah, like in that. India. So she comes over and uh, is trying to get the money from Julianne Moore, and oh. you find out that maybe their lives are more inter- interwoven yes. than you thought they were. Well, the um, trailer kind of gives it away, so don't worry. I haven't about watched it. the trailer, so oh, well, um, it gives it away that she had a like. So it looks like she has a, had had a relationship with Billy Crudup. Yeah. Okay. So the, yeah. it goes on from there, and there's all this drama. <laughs> that comes up and you really can't talk about the rest of the plot because it ruins yeah, the rest of the movie. Um, but what I saw in Sundance was not great. It was really slow, really boring, yeah. very still. Just <laughs> so uninteresting. Like I was ready to leave halfway through it because it just went nowhere. Um, which is a really you know, it's a shame because there's really good actors in it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, I don't know what happened. Boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still boring. They're great. I was like, oh my god, Julianne Moore and mm-hmm. then Michelle together. It's and their emotional good. scenes are good. They're good, but the movie drags mm-hmm. and then drags and then I was like, no, doesn't sound like much need... happens because no. so she no. comes. They have this big yeah. sort of confrontation, or they. Well, it sounds looks like you know peeling off layers kind of yeah. thing, right? And it's very yeah. heavy. Like it's, it's heavy. not. There's no levity to the story no, really, and nothing. it's just kind of like zero. <laughs> and I feel like at the beginning of the movie, it doesn't ever like the beginning of the movie is never really ever resolved at the end. So yeah. you're kind of like, what the hell happened there? Who directed it? Uh, her husband, right? Bart uh, Julian Freundlich. Oh, 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 her yeah, husband. yeah, yeah, yeah. What else has he done? I'm trying I to think know. off the top I can't of my think head. of anything. I can't think right now. I can't think right now. But he's like maybe Ryan can check for us. Who else did? Um, <laughs> I'll look. I'm looking. Brad. What other I've movies got did a magic Bart box. do? <laughs> yeah. Magic box. So yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, like was was Michelle? I mean, did, was there someone who stood out more between any of the characters? Mm. I mean, Julianne Moore, but she's, she's done good. so many other. You know stories and characters that are so much yeah, more compelling. This one is just like ah, it's, it's like yeah, one. she's uh, emotional. One. Yeah. yeah, she's emotional, and yeah, the the scenes that are really emotional. And then are in the beginning of the effective. movie, that she she dances on the car. I don't know if you watch it, Gloria Bell. No, uh, no, yeah, I but that. she did, there is. She was like replicating some of the scenes, like because oh. she likes to sing, drive and sing, just like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, the Fuck myth it. of fingerprints was one of his ones that he did. Oh. He's done some TV too, so yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. super, you know, great. I don't really think you need to see it. What, what would you give it for a grade? Mm. Give a C minus. <laughs> oh, wow. We're bad today. Yeah, I would, we're really bad. I would probably say that critics. too. Yeah, no, C I spoke, minus. I spoke to them, like, and then I, I spoke to Julian and and Brad, and then it's like you see that they're they they are very proud of the project. 
because the daughter also worked on the project on mm. the movie. They have the friend there that has a, the, that was they invited to be the Brad the, the the other actor Bart. that was on the movie, mm-hmm. and then for them they are very proud of the project, but. I almost told them, like, no. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> this thing you love and they're so proud of is not yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you go awkward. interview them and you're yeah. like, and they're so excited and you're like, oh. Man. No, well, I was excited, but I tried thing. to, like. <laughs> no, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. you see that how excited they are and you're yeah. in front of them and you're like, oh, did you like it? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I need to here's, say that. Here's the thing about being a, a, a film journalist, uh, because sometimes we don't like the movies and we have to talk to the people. And yes, sometimes we have to put on a you know a brave face. Some people don't though. Some people, well, yeah. Like your husband sometimes says, you know, I didn't really like this movie, but um, <laughs> I mean, he says it in a nicer way yeah. than that. But uh, you know, and it's interesting because um, I, I recently watched an interview with Emma Thompson, and she she mentioned how you know sometimes you guys have to come in here and, and actually be you know act as well but <laughs> i i try to find at least yeah. one thing about yeah, the movie that i like yeah. you know and it's usually at least i yeah. can find one thing yeah. right yeah. 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 Nice sort yeah. of, you the, know. The, the, the the actress that played the daughter abby she's quinn yeah really she's good, good. Yeah. she's good even michelle if you isolate her she's good yeah <laughs> so, yeah like on the on the movie not like but the whole story i don't know it's weird and and it's like a, a remake of a movie that was made years ago with oh. the same movie, but there is a twist there that is a little bit different from the the first one Got to it. this one. Okay, interesting. Yeah. All so, right. C minuses from C-. us. Um, so Jenna is the only one who saw Brian Banks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you can talk about it a little yeah. bit. Well, yeah, how about peanut? We oh, are you slaying one? Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, uh, Brian Banks is a, a story about Brian Banks. is an untold true story about him. Uh, he was wrongly convicted for a crime that he didn't do it, and he stayed. He lost like eleven years of his life. And the movies talk about the way that that he find the way that they try to solve the, his problem, the way that he trying to 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 get to to the the person that accused him to say he didn't do it mm. and what was good it was like I was very impressed with his performance the uh, Aldis Hodge I think Aldis Hodge Hodge yeah, yeah. and the, the lawyer on the case is Greg Kinner he oh. always does this type of movies mm-hmm. and I think he's so likable I like him on screen <laughs> so I had I had fun he's very I so there was a moment that I got really angry with the character, not the main character, but the other character, the, the girl, mm. they accused him. Mm. And you see that he wants to, he's a good person, and but he was like wrongly convicted. And also on the Sherry Shepard, she's also on, on, on the movie and she plays, uh, she plays the mom. Gotcha. Cool. It's good. So what I grade would you give it? A B minus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is cool. that in movie theaters or? Yeah, it's going it's gonna to premiere tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the last movie that we're going to talk about is actually our critic, our movie pick of the week, and that's the Peanut Butter Falcon. Yay! Yay! Who doesn't like peanut butter? Yay! So, the I Peanut Butter Falcon uh, had its premiere at South by Southwest. It was directed by Tyler Nielsen and Michael Schwartz, also written by those two guys, uh, starring Shia LaBeouf as Tyler, Dakota Johnson as Eleanor, and Zach Gottsagen as Zach. Uh, so, Kit. <laughs> Think want me to tell the story? Yeah, go ahead. Tell us what it's about. Uh, well, Zach is a uh, is an individual with Down syndrome, and he's been living in an old a retirement home because 
uh, his family abandoned him, and this was the place that they ended up putting him. And you know, he's he's very well liked, and he's he rooms with Bruce Dern, um, but he wants to live his life. He wants to be free, and he feels like he shouldn't be in this spot, in this place. Uh, Dakota Johnson plays uh, his caseworker, or who works at the retirement home, and she's sympathetic, but at the same time, you know, he's in the system, and he has to be where he is. Um, but he managed to, manages to escape. Um, and I think it's what North Carolina. I think they start out in, and then yeah, going, going down the yeah, river, going down to um, Florida, and yeah. he ends up meeting Shia LaBeouf's character, Tyler, who's sort of a uh, going through some emotional trauma himself, and he's uh, you know he's in trouble with some of the locals there, and so then they're kind of on the run. And they go down the river in this homemade raft, and they end up uh, finding, well, Dakota ends up finding them, Eleanor finds them, and goes with them for a little bit of time. But it's really the bond between these these two these two young these two young men and i i don't know i was i was completely engrossed in this and i just thought the performances were amazing shia LaBeouf is you know i know he's kind of a <laughs> weird guy personally and he's done some really crazy stuff and there's a lot of crazy stories about him but um He's a good actor. He yeah. is. Hands down, yeah, I think he's his best a performance. Great actor. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you really feel yeah. from him in this. And then, of course, Zach is just—I uh, can't say his last name. Uh, uh, God Sagan. God Sagan. He's just very endearing mm-hmm. um, and you know genuine, clearly. Yeah. But but the but it's really this very genuine relationship between these two individuals mm-hmm. with Dakota, who us again. Everyone gives her a bad rap for being in the Fifty, 50 Shades, shades. <laughs> but I've always kind of liked her. I don't know. I mean, she's not the greatest of actresses, but there's some stuff that she's done that I really like. Bad Times at El Royale, I thought she was really good in that. She was good in that one. And I really liked her in this. She was very, you know, underrated. She was, I mean, really? under underscored, you know. I mean, she didn't really overplay it. Uh, and she gets involved in this sort of, you know, quest for this guy. Because basically, Zach wants to be a wrestler, and he's been uh, obsessed with this wrestler guy, this old video he's watched about a thousand times. It's a saltwater redneck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a great name. And that's, and that's kind of their journey. That's their quest to get to this guy who plays, you know, who's played by... Um, uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Thank you. Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, I I I really loved this movie. <laughs> the interesting thing about this movie in particular is, Honey Boy is starting to play at TIFF this year, which it played at Sundance last year, and it's interesting because this story and this this uh, film relies a lot on the characters' uh, relationship with Shia and Zach, and. You can say the same thing about Honey Boy. It relies on the relationship between uh, Shia and Noah Jupe's character. So it, uh, once you guys see that, I'll be really interested because I, I think that's where trailer. his niche is, is finding these relationship-type movies where mm-hmm. he has to really have an authentic relationship with the character. Um, so, yeah, I loved it. I agree with everything Kit said. I think it was <laughs> sweet, and Shia was great, and the, the relationship is really what is the heart of the film, yeah. and it's just... Definitely a movie you should check out. Yeah. Oh, sure. No, I agree. The only the only person, the only actress I didn't care about Dakota on the movie. Mm-hmm. I Me just too. think Same. like that she was she like, eh, I she was okay. Her. I liked her. She was okay. She I was liked okay. her. No, she was okay, I think. I don't know. I think she but, woke up in the third act. Because in the third act, we saw yeah, a little more yeah. emotion. Well, I, I don't know. It well, was she's just, trying to find nah. him. And, <laughs> no. Yeah, wait a minute. Okay, okay. No, How about funny. you, Lupe? Um, did you? Oh, no, I'm yeah, sorry. but then uh, I think Zach and, and, and Shia, they are, like, great. And also, like, the... The cinematography, I mm-hmm. like the way that they pull. It's beautiful. Like, it's beautiful, and then yeah. everything is be- the way that they try to connect. 
and Zach is like, no, I need to, I'll, like, following him. Like, it's great. Yeah. And there's certain scenes, I think, that shine really, like, yeah. yeah. Like, the scene with the swimming. Yeah. 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 It's like, there's just, like, certain scenes that are really powerful. Um, so, I loved it. But Lupe. Yeah, I love the two, that relationship. And people are complaining there's not enough original films. This one is really, really original. And the fact that you see an actor with Down syndrome um, is really, really special, I think, for the community out there to see. And I don't think anybody's really had this kind of... Well, I mean, Rain Man, but, you know, it doesn't help in his... That's autistic. That's a different... Autistic. But, I mean, that's not... It's not an actor, you know? Yeah. But um, I love the relationship and the fact that Tyler is treating this boy... Like, just another human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he has to explain to Eleanor, like, don't treat him like a child, like he's sick. You know, treat yeah. him like a human being, like you would treat anybody else. And that's what I really, really loved about the film, that he's treating him just like any other kid who kind of, you know, grew yeah. grew on him. Because initially he's like, all right, kid, just be quiet and just follow me. Because mm-hmm. they're taking this adventure together to go to basically the same location. So I really enjoyed that. And it was just heartwarming. And usually I'm out the door with <laughs> screening, but I sat there going, that was so beautiful. And I was just really impressed by by Shia's performance. Yeah, I was too. He really yeah, just he really nailed it. It was just like he's very heartwarming, and I don't know. was just oh, I was so affected by him yeah. by his performance was good. Yeah. because he's really he's troubled as well. Yeah, and I think he finds you know he sees he sees in Zach a kindred spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and you were saying about the cinematography, it kind of reminded me of home. I'm from Florida. Yeah. So there was I a lot of... Florida, so I know. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, I felt a little homesick for the for the ocean, but um, yeah, it's beautifully shot. And there's just, there's just some moments where they're just literally just, you know, got their feet dangling in the water going down the river, you know, and yeah. there's no, they're not saying anything. And I yeah. thought, I th- it's just it's the beautiful. poignancy of all of that. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's give our grade for it. Lupe? A plus. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> a. yeah, a. All right, so we agree. Um, thank you guys for listening. We're going to listening slash watching. However, you're checking out the show. Uh, we're going to go through and have our panelists say where you can find them again. Lupe. All right, find me on Twitter on, at Cinemovie on Instagram at Cinemovie TV. Same for Facebook. And follow me on the website, cinemovie.tv. Um, Kit Bowen, you can follow me at the movie kit and on screenpics.com. Yeah. Uh, Jana, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Jana on Camera, and my, my website is janaoncamera.com. And I'm Ashley Menzel. You can find me at We Live Entertainment and we're on Twitter at Ashley G. Menzel. Make sure you check out next week's episode where we're going to be talking about Blinded by the Light, Good Boys, Where'd You Go, Bernadette, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged, and Angry Birds 2. Bye. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.